0: of inquiry and reflection and very different from that anti-christian system imputed to me by those who know nothing of my opinions to the corruptions of christianity i am indeed opposed but not to the genuine precepts of jesus himself i am a christian in the only sense in which he wished any one to be sincerely attached to his doctrines in preference to all others ascribing to himself every human excellence, and believing he never claimed any other. At the short intervals since these conversations, when I could justifiably abstract my mind from public affairs, this subject has been under my contemplation. But the more I considered it, the more it expanded beyond the measure of either my time or information. In the moment of my late departure from Monticello I received from Dr. Priestley his little treatise of Socrates and Jesus Compared. This being a section of the general view I had taken of the field, it became a subject of reflection while on the road and unoccupied otherwise. The result was to arrange in my mind a syllabus or outline of such an estimate of the comparative merits of Christianity— as I wish to see executed by someone of more leisure and information for the task than myself. This I now send you, as the only discharge of my promise I can probably ever execute, and in confiding it to you, I know it will not be exposed to the malignant perversions of those who make every word from me a text for new misrepresentations and calumnies. I am moreover averse to the communication of my religious tenets to the public, because it would countenance the presumption of those who have endeavored to draw them before that tribunal and to seduce public opinion to erect itself into that inquisition over the rights of conscience which the laws have so justly proscribed. It behooves every man who values liberty of conscience for himself to resist the invasions of it in the case of others— or their case may, by change of circumstances, become his own. It behooves him, too, in his own case, to give no example of concession, betraying the right of independent opinion by answering questions of faith which the laws have left between God and himself. Accept my affectionate salutations. Syllabus of an Estimate of the Doctrines of Jesus Compared with Those of Others In a comparative view of the ethics of the enlightened nations of antiquity, of the Jews and of Jesus, no notice should be taken of the corruptions of reason among the ancients, to wit, the idolatry and superstition of the vulgar, nor of the corruptions of Christianity by the learned among its professors. Let a just view be taken of the moral principles inculcated by the most esteemed of the sects of ancient philosophy, or of their individuals, particularly Pythagoras, Socrates, Epicurus, Cicero, Epictetus, Seneca, and Toninus. 1. Philosophers 1. Their precepts related chiefly to ourselves and the government of those passions which, unrestrained, would disturb our tranquility of mind. In this branch of philosophy they were really great. 2. In developing our duties to others, they were short and defective. They embraced indeed the circles of kindred and friends and inculcated patriotism, or the love of country in the aggregate as a primary obligation. Towards our neighbors and countrymen they taught justice, but scarcely viewed them as within the circle of benevolence. Still less have they inculcated peace Charity and love to our fellow men, or embraced with benevolence the whole family of mankind. 2. Jews 1. Their system was deism, that is, the belief in only one God, but their ideas of Him and of His attributes were degrading and injurious. 2. Their ethics were not only imperfect, but also irreconcilable with the sound dictates of reason and morality as they respect intercourse with those around us, and repulsive and antisocial as respecting other nations. They needed reformation, therefore, in an eminent degree. 3. Jesus in this